Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of Don't You Know Who I Am. My name is Josh Earl and this week, another Josh Earl started up a podcast. Oh, his is about email and marketing. So don't bump me for number one, Josh Earl. <laughs> stealing mother. Anyway, this is a podcast where we find out who knows who, who knows what, because who knows why. And joining me this week is a man who is a comedian, a singer, an actor, and he shares his name with a fellow singer of the hit song Ice Cream with the lyrics, Hey, be a banana, strawberry, chocolate flavor. Baby, anywhere you go, I'll take you. Baby, I just want to know what's your flavour so I can be the first one to taste you. I want ice cream times four. It is the star of Ricketts Lane. It's Sammy J. Hello there. My my sister emailed me this week to say, you know this other Sammy J, right? Because he's like a sort of this, this R&B singer um, from New Zealand. He's about 50 likes... Uh, less than me on Facebook and is about to overtake. Ooh. And so it's suddenly a, a battle royale of the Sammy J's. Okay. Do, don't you know who I am, fans? Unite and give Sammy some likes. Get me over the line or at least keep me neck and neck. You can't, you can't, <laughs> you can't be beaten by a guy who rhymes flavour with flavour. I wouldn't have thought so, but I once rhymed Australia with genitalia, so here we are. <laughs> That's so much better. Genitalia, Kevin Bloody Wilson's daughter. Yeah. Cool. Joining us is another first-timer. She is a comedian, a podcaster and writer. She shares her name with a teacher in Canberra, a social media consultant at Australia Post and a health and lifestyle coach from New Zealand. But the one we have here is the award-winning comedian. It's Alice Fraser. Yeah. Woo. Hello. Did you know that, that you had those namesakes? No, I'm, I just assume I'm the only me. I'm the best me I can be. And joining us also are two little flatmates. They've both oh been on the show before. <laughs> <laughs> so you already know they share their names with other people. You know one from Triple J Breakfast and as the next Q&A host. Yes, a bit of sizzle. And you know the other one from his very successful podcast, The Little Dum Dum Club, it's Tom Ballard and Tommy Dasselow. Yeah. Hello. Yay! We live together. <laughs> The story's out. There you go. Yeah. It's so bizarre because we talked about it on the Dub Dub Club. We mentioned and then I, I was in, in Tasmania doing gigs. And, you know, I guess you must get this all the time. And I got it too when I was doing radio. People just come up and they know. So, oh, so have you moved in with Tommy yet? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I, I've been getting that a bit, yeah. Ugh. But also I haven't been out in the world as much as you have since we moved in together. <laughs> He's been nesting. Yeah. I've been busy going into your room and sticking up posters of myself <laughs> for when you get home. <laughs> And I've been busy covering those posters up. <laughs> We're the original odd couple. <laughs> okay, our first game tonight is called Social Me Me Media. In this game, I read out status updates from the four of you, and you have to buzz in and tell me who tweeted it. If you guess correctly, you get a point, but if you're incorrect, the person who actually wrote it gets the point, meaning if it's yours, you can't buzz in, so you have to have your poker faces on. Wait, did you just write Tom twice? <laughs> no, I wrote, I wrote T and then Tom. <laughs> <laughs> You're still going to mix that up, I guarantee it No, I am not Okay, our first, 
our first update was this. Unfortunately, there is no room left in the bunker as it's full of board games. I've got a tent, though. Who tweeted or Facebooked that? Uh, Tommy. Yes, Tommy. I reckon Sammy. It was Sammy J. Yes. yes. I, I, I think, I, as it was being read out, I thought that was me, but I think that's a long time ago and Is I that, have no recollection of the content. Would I, the bunker be in reference to a comedy festival show that you did about a hurricane? About, about a, the, the cyclone. It was from 2009. Is that when you did the show 1999? It sounds like, because over the years, I mean, I, for about a year I was serious on social media and actually used it properly, as one should, and for about seven years now I've just been writing stupid shit. Um, and I no, feel that's like I'm using it properly. <laughs> oh, good. That's the good. whole point of it. Yeah. Well, yeah, I just have no, yeah, um, can you give me more information or do you just, you, do you just get the, the line and I think do it no was, other research? I think you're doing a whole bunch of Y2K jokes. <laughs> so I think it, <laughs> Well, in that case, I was still in my serious use of yeah. social media phase then. So I think it was for your show 1999. 1999, yeah. Which I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure you did in 2009, right? I did. It was it was a ten year anniversary of the actual year. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next update: skills, fluid retention, weaknesses, frequently writing should of instead of should have. Tom. Yes, Tom. I'll say Alice Fraser. That was Tommy Dasselo. No. Oh. Fantastic I, I, stuff. Well, I thought it was a Tommy because it wasn't about a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I was very oh. confused. Going through I this, I can't so believe you think that I retain fluid. <laughs> <laughs> well, it could have been. You could have been describing something. I oh, know. I went very deep in uh, Sammy's uh, Facebook statuses. I also had to go very Great deep sentence. in Tommy's because all I all I had to go through was about eighty updates of. Who up? <laughs> Who up, fam? <laughs> Hop you, that like button if you up. You messaged me that last night very angrily and it, it brought me so much joy. It feels like this is this is what it was all for. Oh, man. That makes me so happy. I consider every post they put out there and think, how will this ref- affect Josh Earl's life and his podcast? Who do you think I am? All right, here we go. Question three. To-do list. Finish list. Write list, learn how to put things in order. Tom. Yes, Tom. Alice Fraser. That is Alice Fraser, yeah. yes. Point there for Tom. Bah. Are you a list person, Alice? Do you like a list? Uh, I like jokes about lists. I yeah. like listy jokes. Oh, you would like the list operators. Okay, question four. <laughs> Just throw that one out there and move on. <laughs> I'll edit it. <laughs> An argument has just broken out with my followers over who is better, turtles or tortoises. Voting lines are now open. Sammy J. Yes, Sammy. Tom Ballard. No, that was you, Sammy. (laughs) 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 So no point there. No point there because you can't vote for yourself. Not only does he not know his own work, he doesn't know the proclivities of his own followers. (laughs) And I'll I'll let you know as well, Sammy. Uh, Turtles won, but you are on the side of tortoises. In what, what, in what when? context? I just don't know. Why are being angry, I mean, Tom Ballard? I've got no idea. Obviously, tortoises are, uh, are, have, are able to walk, walk around on land and turtles are limited to, to water and occasional sort of flopping around on sand. So I agree with you. Don't agree with me. I, don't, I can't agree with something I can't recall. <laughs> At the risk of making this podcast too interesting, are there any more differences between turtles and tortoises? Because I actually don't know what the difference mm. is. Oh, the, the t- turtles are the water ones with the flippers. Tortoises yeah. are the ones with the feet. Tortoises do a lot of uh, poo. See, I always thought they were the same thing, but just like had different names. Does that make me like real Like a hedgehog dumb? and a... Yep. Yes? Porcupine? <laughs> <laughs> I'm questioning everything now. <laughs> so, tortoises, yeah, the same. 
tortoises yeah. are on land. So that does that mean the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles should have been the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is a Tor- lie. Tortoises. It's a lie, a racist lie. Apparently in the UK they call them the Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. They did. Mm, yeah. I really? went to school at the time for one year in the UK, came back to Australia calling them the Hero Turtles and had the shit bashed. <laughs> is that why you went to do research on turtle-based <laughs> life over in the UK? That was it. This is like 20 years before my Facebook page, but I was just getting really it ahead of it. scarred you. It scarred you. Okay, question five. If you want to end a friendship, just text STOP to their number. Then when they call you, say, oh no, I've unsubscribed. Oh, that's good. I wish that was me. <laughs> Alice. Uh, yes, Alice. Tom Ballard. It is Tom Ballard. Guys, yes, come on. Yeah. The funniest person here. Who's that much of a dick? <laughs> <laughs> what do we got? What's the uh, what's the retweet and fave count on that on that bad boy? Pretty big. I don't, I don't have that stat that oh, stat with me, okay. but it's got to be pretty big. If it, it, to, in, to get if into Josh Earl's yes. radar, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's got to be yeah, well into the twenties for the tweets. I want you to put some of your tweets in there, Josh, like in this mix, just to see, just to test out old. I've gone off, I've, yeah. I actually want to go off Twitter, but it's only because of this podcast that I'm still on there going, I've just got to. Why would you want to get off it. Twitter? It's great. Is it? And you're good at it. Is it really great? Yeah. Or is I'm, it just I, one more thing that I have to stress out about? I mean, it depends who you follow. If you just follow good, funny people, it's fun. You scroll through and you get some good little, some good little zingers. Or you can take the Alex Dyson route, who follows, who made a dedication to follow back everyone who followed him on Twitter. Oh boy! And would then complain to me, Twitter's rubbish. There's nothing on it. I'm like, yeah, yeah. you're following fools. Well, if Civilian you, fools. <laughs> you're following the public. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I get a window into that because I run a comedy gig, and so we to try and like build up the profile. We just follow everyone okay. to try and get the, like that we can find in Melbourne and to get them. Hey, this is room come follow it and so every now and then when i go into that account to put a tweet up about the gig i'll scroll through the news feed and it's like a a look at a dystopian version of twitter <laughs> where there's no regulations and you've exercised no quality control it's real but it's real bad it's really bad not and like it, old turtle and toilet <laughs> goals that we're putting out there baby <laughs> who up though <laughs> <laughs> all right question six if you can read this, you did survive my friendship, Carl. Sorry. Oh, that's Tom. Like everyone on Facebook said that <laughs> yeah. all the time. So, are you, you gonna one of these three though, or four? I think Sammy. I'm gonna say Sammy. It was your little flatmate, Tommy oh, Dasselo. So a point there for Tommy. really was that me? I thought it was you, me. Hmm. No, no, see, everyone did it. No, it, How was, it was Tommy. How long ago? Uh, two days ago. You, geez, you're two you're days ago. <laughs> <laughs> a long, long time ago. Oh, okay. That's well. That's all right then. The I galaxy went, far, far away. I told you I went deep this week. I mm-hmm. went deep. There was your first. No, your first uh, Facebook update was. You need to home. explain. You got to put on Mike who you're pointing at because <laughs> yeah, no one at home can see. <laughs> <laughs> Alice Fraser. You was, don't do radio at all. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of pointing. Alice Fraser was Alice Fraser at home, and then the next one was Alice Fraser is at the library, and then the next one after that was Alice Fraser is at home. So that were your first three. <laughs> That's just my dipping whole day. your toe in. Yep. That's my life, man. Yes, I Alice. just remembered I can contextualize those first posts. Yep. I got it when I went overseas to university, and my only friends were my parents. It was so that they could follow my life. So obviously, I was showing them that I was having like a very studious time. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's at home. She's at the library. This all checks out. <laughs> Question seven. The loser of the debate between Penny Wong and Corey Bernardi should have to marry a man. Sammy J? Yes, Sammy. Alice Fraser. That was Tom Ballard. You overestimate my political opinions, Sammy (laughs) J. Yes, did you bring that out on Q&A the other night? You should have said that. (laughs) 
uh, a little bit outdated. The, the debate <laughs> happened months ago. I wish you had someone in the audience <laughs> had a question. Now, before we respond to that, let me read out a tweet I put out a few years ago. Scrolling through. <laughs> no, no, just try and work into the conversation. Hey, guys, anyone catch this debate? Anyone following this Clinton thing? Tom, when you Am start... Am I right, Paul Schaefer? <laughs> when you start hosting Q&A, can you always... I'm not doing that, by the way. That's you not totally happening. are. Well, well, when it happens, can you just start responding to all of the questions as though you were an audience member, just you know, answering it with completely irrelevant <laughs> stories from your life? I'll take this. Yeah, I've got to say, when Josh said that at the start, I've been sitting here the whole time thinking, is Tom actually the host of Q and A? No, no, no. Or am I? He's winking at us every time he says no for the listeners at home. Sitting on a mound of cash, just winking at us. But he brings everywhere with him. You're his housemate. Surely if he was taking a job like that, he'd be living in a mansion by now. How much do you think? It's the ABC. <laughs> ABC's mound of cash week. is like three $2 coins. Also, we did just move into a mansion together. <laughs> Question eight. Looking at headshots, trying not to be hypnotised by my own flaws. Can someone come over, rub my shoulders and tell me I'm pretty, please? Sammy J. Yes, Sammy. Alice Fraser. You are correct. <laughs> oh. Was that, was, what was happening there? The reason it took ages to buzz in, was that all because we all thought it was us? It was a level of neediness that we all know that we're capable of. That is the sole reason for that one being in here. Because yeah. I know I would do the same. Yeah. I get headshots and go, oh, I'm just hideous. Just Why horrendous. do I smile like that? Mm. It's called semantic satiation. When you hear the same word too many times and it loses meaning and looking at your own face, you just mm. don't understand. Like, you're like, I don't even have a head anymore. I don't get it. What's your go-to headshot uh, style, Alice? Are you... Well, I just looked at 260 photographs of myself. I mainly look me- faintly worried. Oh, yeah. Yes. How itchy was the top of your head that day? Yes. <laughs> In the business, we call that the slipping yarmulke. Just uh, hold on to that yarmulke. Falling Do down. we? I've never heard that before. I think that's a young man's pose. I tend to go for the sort of... Um, uh, wacky jazz hands mm-hmm. or crossed yeah. arms, 90s kind G- of. G- mm. Another good one is holding on to stuff as if you're about to drop them. Ooh, like Alice Fraser is bamboozled. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, <that's a> good <laughs> one. Just hold on to my boobs like they're about to fall off. Always something good up in the top right-hand corner, I find, too. Just oh. Have you, oh, you, Tommy, have done finger and mouth a few times. I've noticed that. I've done that as well in the past. Yeah, I, well, I've done this. This is a bombshell exclusive for this podcast, but I think my poster for this year is going to be the first time in three years where I'm not topless on the poster. <laughs> yeah, I'm going back. They're going back in, boys. <laughs> I think finger in the mouth is overrated. I think you should go whole fist in the mouth or nothing. <laughs> Just oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> Question nine. Dear man with leaf blower. You can never be the wind. Stop playing God. <laughs> Tommy. Yes, Tommy. Is it Alice Fraser? It is Alice Fraser yes. again. Yes. Nice. Well done. Very funny. Oh, thank I you. Think. I like that, how nobody laughed and then you just said very funny. No. I, I liked it. <laughs> Judge <laughs> Wait, how come you haven't said that after any of the rest of our yeah, 20, you piece of shit? Tortoise turtle one? <laughs> <laughs> Question 10. Who are Honk that no. like button. Uh, <laughs> Question 10. Man, dogs are so good. Like, actually better than people. The worst dog is still better than the best person, in my honest opinion. Tom. Yes, Tom. Tommy Daslow. That is Tommy Daslow right there. Yes, yeah. one point for Tom. I, I stand by that. I stand by it too. I yeah. think dogs. I actually tweeted something not long after that, not knowing either. I didn't know yours at the time, but I said, the worst dog is still a 7 out of 10. Mm. I, I highly believe hey, that. Hey, great minds. What about yes. the dogs that, that eat babies? Yeah, but... 
still seven out of ten. It's not a dog. Fuck. You'd see it and go, oh, look at you. Oh. There are people that have tried to wipe out entire races of other people. Yes. <laughs> One baby versus an entire people. I mean, come on. I thought about it when I typed the tweet out. But do you say the worst dog is still better than the best person? Yes. The best person. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the best of my, people. My point Who being, is the best person? Yulala Yousafzai <laughs> is worse <laughs> than a puppy that ripped apart a small baby. I'm saying that even the best person in their life, they've done something deliberately like manipulative or shitty to another human being. And like that's eating a, level, a baby. Yeah, that's a, but dogs don't know. They're not like, oh, I'm going to eat this baby. This will be. They're just acting on pure instinct. But they eat their own babies as well. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Uh, okay, at the end of that round... The They're sc- not racist with the baby eating. That's how to win any debate that you're in. Just your final point, just be, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I thought you meant to accuse your opponent of eating their own babies. No, you just, you just follow up, you just agree, and then give no follow-up. <laughs> at, at uni, a friend of mine once... Ate at, a baby. <laughs> we had to do, like... Experimental a, times. We had to do a presentation, and he just went... So, in conclusion... um. The end. And that was <laughs> great. Yes. Great. That's a complete conclusion. Also, conclusion. He, the end. Also started that that presentation by coming out of an empty fridge with a <laughs> with an apron on, just going, "Sorry, guys, just be clearing out the fridge." Okay. And what? It what was, was the presentation about? It was a theatre degree. It was about uh, about something that wasn't to do with that, though. He just thought, "I'll just do that." That'd be stupid because there was an empty fridge. Backstage, and thought, oh, I'll just do so this. Good. Really, not meant to do that. No, the can end. All, can any listeners just rewind again to hear Dasolo respond to an argument that completely ruined his whole thesis with pause? Yeah. Wait, did you just respond to my tweet as a thesis? <laughs> you, thought, you said you'd thought it through a lot. You were really backing yourself. I, I, yeah. Anyway, at the end of the first round, the scores are Sammy J on one point, Alice Fraser on one point, Tom Ballard on three points, but in the lead on four points is Tommy. Yeah. Uh, can I just say I feel we have the moral victories. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the second round is called Yearbook. In this round, we go back in time to one of our guests' school days and talk about someone important or an event from their childhood. Today, we go back to a young Sammy J. Now, Sammy was just a young man forced to compete in his school swimming carnival. But what did Sammy do as a protest? Did he A... Wear a multicoloured dress and declare that he was starting his own house, Houses United, to protest against the competitive nature of sport. Was it B? Ate a baby. (laughs) Swim his 50 metre freestyle heat by not actually swimming it at all, but standing up in the shallow end and reading out poetry saying, this was the true spirit of freestyle. (laughs) Or was it C? Conspire with the three other guys in his relay team, just all dive in at the same time, meet in the middle and just splash around until a teacher was forced to go in and get them. (laughs) A, B or C. Now you can ask Sammy as many questions as you want. Bear in mind, Sammy wants you to get it right. So he can get your points. So he might be trying to bluff you. Yes, Alice? Sammy, do you respect books? <laughs> Greatly. Greatly. Okay, so I'm not I'm guessing it's not B then, because you wouldn't be exposing poetry to water. <laughs> oh no, but um, you know, I respect them broadly. You know, I also you know, I used to respect my dog and often felt the 
the boot of my foot. Oh. <laughs> Mainly Rich. when I was eating babies. Uh, I was eating <laughs> my baby. Uh, no, but I respect books, but that it does not mean I do not mind getting a book wet for the sake of uh, a protest, which is bigger than any book. How old are you, were you in this, this swimming carnival? Uh, this was year nine, so I was um, year nine. You're still being forced <laughs> to. You're still being forced to compete. Yes, exactly. I didn't have that, the, that year twelve sort of option of just pulling yourself out because you're a full nerd. Right. So it was year nine swimming carnival. Horrible, horrible day. Um, <laughs> can I borrow fifty bucks? <laughs> no. Um, have you? Have you? Did you hear those other two options just then and go, hey, you know what? That's a bit of a better idea than what I did. Uh, all of them, I, th- I, I would have been proud to put my name to. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and I, I, I want to stress that I didn't necessarily the way I didn't necessarily have a physical piece of paper with me during poetry recital. Ah, I was you freestyling. Quite the bush poet okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, and what was the what was the team that you made up? Houses United. Uh, yes, okay. Houses Unite. Right, and, uh, Unite. Yep. And, and yes, we would all dress up in sort of your yeah, multicolored outfits and cheer for everyone who won as our little. Did you protest. get a punishment for this protest? For this particular protest? Mm. Um, uh, no, because there was grudging respect from the teachers for my shenanigans at this at this point. Interesting. He laughed the hardest. Why am I conferring with them? I'm competing <laughs> against them, aren't I? Yeah, right, I'll just I talk mean, to no, myself can, in my head. Talk to <laughs> Excuse me. Put him into the soundproof booth for a minute. <laughs> in the spirits of Houses United, I think we should probably brain pull on this. Mm, Fuck that. He's not splitting the points. <laughs> it's every man for himself. Well, it's like Survivor. We've got to unite to begin and then we can stab each other in the back later okay. on. All right. So it's reading out the poetry protest, putting on the Houses Unite uniform, or was <laughs> just splashing around aimlessly. <laughs> getting all of his Getting friends. all the relay no, collusion the involved. Making yeah. sure I think, I a think teacher got in to get them out. Surely, But surely all the other members of your relay team weren't as opposed to the concept of the swimming carnival uh, as you. But there Mr. Must be Ballard, some... you must remember at swimming sports carnival days, the relay team was always the nerds. Like, that's where you put the ones who couldn't really swim, you know, because the others They were can't do a the whole real... lap of the pool themselves. So. <laughs> well, exactly. So, yeah. so there, there's every chance, in fact, in, in reality, that <laughs> we were all very much I've got to be honest, three people just... <laughs> He's a very good liar. Colluding. <laughs> Three people just jumping into a pool and splashing around sounds like something that would be written by someone preparing this quiz at midnight. Where they're like, "Fuck this! Just put a third one in. No one's going to guess it anyway." Or a genius quizmaster throwing you off the scent. Oh boy! I, I'm. Do we? Is it time to? Is the floor? Is it time to put in an answer? Yeah, you can if you want. Yes. Okay. If you've exhausted all your questions. Well, I've I've exhausted all. I'm happy to close up the floor. Okay. You want just to close me the floor? personally. No one's asked me to demonstrate what. Freestyle rapping I was doing. Hit it. Rapping or poetry? Well, that, that's an artistic question. Okay, Tom. Okay. Hit it. Oh, no, didn't you know that rap stands for rhythm and poetry? Did it? Yeah. Really? Or does it? Mm. Yeah. There really? I don't know. Someone told me that once. And I believed them. But <laughs> yeah, it could be good. true. I had a whole sort of catalogue of poems about different areas of the school, you know. Like, oh, music department with your thick brick walls paled by the daily onslaught of off notes and unwelcome crescendos. That's the sort of stuff I was doing. If you'd done that, you would definitely be dead right now. (laughs) There is no way you would have made it out of there alive, buddy. Good strategy, though, getting him to, you know, prove his poetry skills and do some poetry for us. Let's, can we quickly pause this and go down to the local pool, (laughs) watch him swim a couple laps? I just think the acoustics of a pool scenario with, like, you know, the echoey kind of, it's too chaotic for a real cut through. Of mm. any kind of vocal performance, could be out, it needs though, to be yeah. a physical display of of rebellion. I would say it's almost like a bad plan that a child thought up. <laughs> 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 you, you were in all boys' school, right? 
Uh, no, 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 this was co-ed. Oh, okay. Yeah. Pretty right. nice. I went to an all-boys school for six months and then they... Um, <laughs> I, I was bringing down the testosterone so much myself, What's they made it co-ed. <laughs> the Peninsula School. <laughs> yeah. Do you know other famous alumni from the Peninsula School? No. Jimmy Giggle. Wow. Yes, from Giggle and Hoot, which what? you guys wouldn't know because nah. you don't have children, but mm-hmm. very, very big on the ABC3. Huge. Real big. Mick Malloy also went to... Went to my school. He's oh, no Jimmy Giggle, though, is he? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Who does more cocaine, do you reckon? Mick <laughs> <laughs> Malloy or Jimmy Giggle? <laughs> is he like alumni or is he just there for school he's week or something? <laughs> 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 he's working at the canteen. Was, the day should have just been cancelled. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, I reckon, yes, me Tommy. personally, I'm going to go for Houses United. Houses that, United. That... Uh, that Tommy Daslow is looking in A, Houses United. That matches up with the Sammy J that I know and, I'll be honest, love. (laughs) (laughs) Alice, you're going to lock in an answer? I'd say this is the face of a leader of men and a man who knows how to make a multicoloured suit. I'd go Houses United. You're going A as well. Okay, Tom, it's up to you. A or B or C. I don't know or love Sammy J, but (laughs) I know one thing, and that it's... No, I have no idea, but... (laughs) I think it, yeah, I think it, wow. See, so, to even say you don't love me, it starts to eat up oh. on the inside. As you know, it's for yourself. You can see you're already questioning it. Okay, right, I, right, I can't lie anymore. I can't lie anymore. <laughs> Get it together, Tommy. You a turtle or a tortoise, for God's sake. <laughs> um, I'm going to say the uh, poetry one. The poetry B for Tom sure. Ballard. The correct answer was, in fact, A. No! So a point for Alice, yeah. a point for Tommy, and one point for Sammy there. So well done. No points for Tom. So... You're going to school in the dress. Well, this, so this was a long-term plan. We actually, I did create a house, um, uh, Houses United, and we would just disrupt carnivals and, and, and because it was a very competitive school in the sporting arena. And so I was meant to be in Anset House, which was purple, and we would... Anset House? Yeah. Pre-airline yeah. failure. <laughs> hey, and, um, little, little too soon for that, mate. <laughs> you don't mind? And the, uh, the, the, it was the Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat dress from the, the drama. That, that's the one I found, and I wore it on this big carnival. It was like my... I wore it. I watched to school regularly, and, I, and my mum years later told me as she watched me walk away that, that she thought I was coming out. She thought that was <laughs> the day <laughs> and the moment, and she was like, she was fine, you know. She was, she was, she was, she was obviously a big deal still, nonetheless, for her. And she thought that was my way. And for a, a good six months before I then, I think, had my, my first girlfriend, she just had been assuming that that was my way of telling her waddling off to school in my <laughs> multicolored dress. Is that why they? Is that why they send you to your boys' school for six months? Yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll love this. This is his, this is his thing. <laughs> he will be drowning. It, it was actually just comedy commitment she was witnessing. Great. That's so cool. Can I say that's yeah, the that's thing. great. I, I I had to do the same thing. I was in the relay team for my fucking house because I yeah, yeah, and I I despised that, and it was such a because everyone's watching, and the people who do actually care about the they don't want you in the pool. You let down the team. Horrible. It's, it's, and there's, I've been back to my school a few times. You know. Um, with a visitor's card, not just in, you know, loitering in the bushes. <laughs> and uh, the, the there's some students there who have since heard about this and are trying to emulate it with little success. But, oh. but I like to think that they're just getting bashed the way that we were. So at the end of that round, the scores are Tom on three points, Alice on three points, Sammy on four points, but in the lead on six points is Tommy Dassela. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This round is called Yeah, Nah, Yeah. In this round, I'll ask each of you a true or false question about someone else on the panel. If you think it's true, you say yeah. False, you say nah. If you're right, you get the point. But if you're incorrect, the person who the fact may or may not be about gets the point. Understand? Mm-hmm. Great. Okay, Sammy, you're first. Now, Tom Ballard here used to go to his school football matches, sit on the sidelines, and commentate. 
to no one. Just sit there on his own, commentating to himself. Tom's mentally ill. True or false? <laughs> <laughs> now you can yeah, ask Tom. Oh, no. Thank you very much. <laughs> you can, can ask, ask Tom. The rules were clearly stated. As many questions as you want. Bear in mind, he might want to get the points. Ooh, I want those points. <laughs> Tom, uh, yes, Sam. is this true? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I couldn't crack him. Okay, <laughs> Sammy was training to be a lawyer. I can see where. <laughs> did did you? Um, so you had no audience whatsoever. I had no audience whatsoever. No. Did you have a microphone or something pretending to be a microphone? No. Anyone? I mean, anyone around me that could hear me was my audience. And were they? Would they often laugh? No, I wasn't even trying to make it funny. I just wanted to make it sound like it sounded on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, uh, how long did this behaviour continue for? I must have done it for most of most lunch times in year five. Year five, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I've heard all I need to hear. Oh, okay, yes, yeah. You think that is true? I believe it's true. You are correct, Sammy J. Hey! That is true. Can you give us a, a ten-second sample of the sort of commentary you were doing? Well, well that's the other thing is I didn't know anything about football, <laughs> <laughs> so it was more like say. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. In the, na- the last name of the person who had the ball, saying they had the ball, and then as they got tackled, saying they got tackled. <laughs> I was very lonely. My question, and I can't believe no one's asked this yet, Why? <laughs> <laughs> What purpose did this serve? Why do we exist? <laughs> um, it was on. I mean, all my friends were either watching or playing the football. It was a chance to be there, and it was just my desperate need for attention, and it was a way um, of performing. Worst dog, still better than that. <laughs> <laughs> so, to Tom then. Oh, and I had a baby. Yeah. <laughs> now, Tommy, in his year twelve production, got the role of the understudy for the lead. As well as having a small part as well. And the girl he really liked <laughs> at the lead role. The understudy had never been used in the history of school play, so Tommy thought, why bother learning the lines? For the final night of the performance, the lead dislocated his shoulder that day at football and Tommy had to step up. He told his teacher he knew the lines, but after the first two minutes, everyone found out that he did not know the lines. The teacher walked on the stage, apologised to the audience and handed Tommy the script. Oh. Yeah or nah? <laughs> well, my suspicions are raised that the man in the lead role of the production was playing football at the same time. That doesn't smell quite right. What was the show? It was Cloud Street. Oh, wow. The Tim Winton classic. Yep. And what was the role? Uh, oh, man, I can't even remember the role's name. I didn't learn the lines. Do you think I bothered <laughs> to learn the name of the character? <laughs> so, but surely you must have been going to rehearsals. Were you expected to go to rehearsals? Surely you had to follow him around in your understudy duties. I had like a like a um, a crowd scene role right. as like a you know that was my thing. But it was like if this if this guy can't do it, which he definitely will be able to do it, then so I sort of yeah I was still there, 
But again, I wasn't paying any attention. And believe it or not, I've blocked out most of the details of what was essentially a very traumatic experience. (laughs) (laughs) So then uh, for the whole show, you're just walking around on stage reading the lines. Yes. Like that terrible improv game. I don't remember it as being that bad. Like, in my defence, I don't think that's... I would be fine with seeing a play where they're just reading off scripts. You know what I mean? I think you're a loser. I used to commentate the football (laughs) today. The whole show. Mm. So did you invest emotionally in the part as well? Do you feel like you're really acting it out? Well, I mean, I'm reading off a piece of paper, so it's not like there's a lot of mental capacity being used on memory of lines. So that kind of freed me up to really put my heart and soul into words that I was reading for maybe the second or third time ever. You know Klaus treat the plays like five hours long, right? <laughs> oh, I'm well aware. <laughs> I think that's true. I want to live in a world where that's true. It is. Nah. nah. It didn't happen. Yes! Oh, you fool. It got ya! Now who's the shit actor? <laughs> you were reading a script the entire time. Oh, man. <laughs> Just like we rehearsed. Can I just say that felt? Am- I got halfway through that and I was like, I reckon I've got him. This is so good. Cloud Street was a very good one to have. Go- Cl- I was actually in Cloud Street in uh, year eleven. Oh, uh, yeah. It's the best kind of line. Good one stuff. That's woven from the fabric. Of and from memory, there were. There's like a lot. There's a lot of big roles in Cloud Street, yeah. aren't there? Like, I don't think I was like, I'll probably get away because as you were saying it, I was like, fuck. I'm, well, first question is going to be the specifics. Yeah. But because Cloud Street's got like. Like, First thing in my head was, say Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> you know, the play. <laughs> to Tommy. Mm-hmm. Alice spent New Year's Eve in Amsterdam in 2007 going to 2008. She was meant to meet up with a friend and stay at her friend's auntie's house, except the friend missed her flight and being New Year's Eve, couldn't get another one in time. Alice went to the auntie's house to find the auntie was quite old. Alice felt rude for just dumping her stuff and leaving again, so she stayed in with the old lady. The two of them watched a Friends marathon that was dubbed in Dutch. Alice says it's one of the nicer New Year's Eves she's ever had. Yeah or nah? I don't... I don't know Alice super well, but I also feel like I don't have to ask many questions to believe that that's true. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that matches up perfectly with the amount that I feel like I know you. Um. She hosts a podcast where she makes tea for people. (laughs) Like, that's what you're dealing with here. You're all welcome, by the way. What what were you watching? What was the show she was watching? Friends. Friends. Okay. Which I have never watched really in English. We we didn't grow up with TVs. So it wasn't even like I had seen it before and knew what was happening. I didn't understand it at all. It's a great show. I can see why you decided to bail on plans and find out more about this Joey character. (laughs) No, I didn't even know any of their names. I didn't under, I couldn't understand the plot. There was a lot of laughing at things that I didn't think were very funny and didn't understand. Have you caught up on it since? Have you gone no. back and watched it? No, it traumatised me. Well, let me just ask you this. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> um, Alice, at any point have you felt like you were stuck in second gear in any way? <laughs> I know the song. I'm not completely outside of uh, pop culture. I've played in a fountain. How old was this lady? Can I get involved? Yeah, yeah everyone can get involved. How old was the lady, the auntie? I don't know. Late 80s. Like, really Did frail. she still do the clap along bit in the song? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's how you know someone's cool. No, she didn't clap along. She okay. made uh, uh, gingerbread, though. Oh. And we poured lead into water. That sounds great. That's thing i got to say, chiming in on someone else's question, <laughs> could you be any more Ballard? <laughs> <laughs> Um, He's definitely going to host Q&A <laughs> Hey Tommy, this won't work on the podcast 
If I could get we were on a break in here somewhere, I feel like I'll be the king of the podcast. You're still doing references that I recognise are friends, but I have genuinely don't get That's them. That's my favourite bit about this. You're just having to sit here and go, yeah, cool. Sounds like a great show. <laughs> um, let me think. How did you uh, – so this was an old friend of yours? You were From meant school. To, so from I, school. Uh, 2008, 2009 was when I was in Cambridge and I, I couldn't get, afford to go home. If I could get my hands on an Amsterdam TV guide from 2008, I could find <laughs> this out real quickly. I've got, I've got one here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of thing that would be on on a New Year's Eve on like a cable channel, just like a marathon of a beloved show. That kind I'm of not helping sense. you win because we got damn points. Okay, <laughs> I am going to say yes. It it's was true. nah. No! Not true. Oh, yeah. I really, I really thought it was true. Yeah. I, it's because I did spend uh, New Year's Eve in Amsterdam once, um, but with a friend. So, but it was not a friends. Joey marathon instead. Uh, <laughs> that would be very. Subtitles were in Estonian. <laughs> it's actually a lot yeah, better story than that. That that evening was a, a terrible disaster in many ways. But the the New Year's Eve. I'll that you did tell spend. you sometime. Oh, okay. Oh. Babies were consumed. <laughs> or conceived One of the two <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so to Alice Now last year, Sammy interviewed a bunch of politicians for the Wheeler Centre One False. of them was former Deputy PM Tim Fisher Where the plan was they'd jokingly prank call Amanda Vanstone With the phone on speaker, she didn't answer But Sammy said they'd leave a message On her message though, on her actual voicemail message She recites her number, meaning all those in the audience heard her number Jokingly, Sammy said they should all send dick pics a few of the audience actually went through with it, oh. and Sammy had to write to her and formally apologise on behalf of himself and the Wheeler Centre. Oh. Yeah or nah? And penises everywhere. Yes. All right. So, I know that you did a series with the Wheeler Centre. That is a true thing. So, we have the scenario correct. Who asked you to apologise, or did you just apologise out of the fear of your own, like... Uh, there was a discussion, like, <laughs> there was no need to be asked to apologise <laughs> once you get... Wind of what has gone on. That 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 people yep. have sent uh, dick pics. Yes, it was a, it was a discussion between the Wilson and I where we were each in furious agreement that an apology <laughs> should be <laughs> forthcoming. Furious agreement is so great to witness. Yes. if you ever get to see it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> what is the what was the content of Amanda Vanstone's uh, reply message? What was her answering the, machine message? What's her oh, phone as, number? Well as, well, as Josh said, it, it was it was. It's just her number, or yeah, no, no, it was like. Hi, you've got a man if you can't, because we had her, because Tim Fisher was trying to be professional and called her, like, professional number. Uh-huh. Um, and then, so we're trying to keep it above board, and it very quickly went below board, and then it went below deck. <laughs> <laughs> have you below ever sent dick. a dick pic? Have I, have I ever sent one? That is not relevant to the question. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's relevant. I'm trying to uh, see I what actually, you look like when you're lying. No, I, I actually and haven't did, did ever you, sent a dick pic. Oh, you have. So and you've tried you to, you've like tried to pass it off as Randy. You've gone, oh, have, have you, what do you think of these headshots of me and Randy? Yeah. Randy the puppet or like the expression? <laughs> yes, either. <laughs> Was there a question amongst that cacophony of voices? I no. reckon, um, <laughs> I reckon, yeah. Cacophony. You're going to yeah. say it was a yeah, yeah. it was nah. Happen. We did call Amanda Vanstone and we spoke to her on the phone. But and how did you know that? That's like proper research on your I, part. I do Josh. a lot of stuff for this show. I do a lot of stuff, and then Tommy comes in here and just makes a mockery. No, yeah. uh, uh, you <laughs> text us saying, "Send me three stories about yourself, please." Yeah, uh, well, I knew it was going to be not true because he didn't ask me for any stories. So. And Sammy didn't send me that one. I had to do. I, I dig deep. I dig deep. It was really deep. I feel like all these scenarios—they're like they start off with. A, a shred of a fact, yeah, and they then just turn into Josh L fan fiction about <laughs> what he wishes our lives were like. I, I love jo- Josh's sort of history of the world; is brilliant, as you say. Yeah, 
Stop it! And it's an episode of Friends where, like, David Schwimmer couldn't do it, so I'm there as Ross reading off a script. At the end of that round, the scores are Alice on three points, Tom Ballard also on three points, what? Sammy on four points, but still with his two-point buffer, it's Tommy Daslow yeah. on three points. Yeah, Tommy, two-point buffer Daslow. <laughs> okay, our final round is called Who, 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 Who. In this round, I'll read out ten <laughs> rapid-fire questions. Were you repeating it or <laughs> clarifying or continuing? It's called Who, 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 Who. Oh, good. Okay, in this round, I'll read out ten rapid-fire questions. The answer is one of you in each of them. You buzz in if you, you think you know who it is. You can't buzz in for ones that are about you. You get a point if you're correct, a point off if you're incorrect. Fuck. It's the only round you can lose I'm points I'm already in. lost on the maths. Yeah. Mm, yeah. That's all right. I'll do the maths. Okay. First question. Who here's year 12 media piece was about a giant penis? Tom. <laughs> yes, Tom. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> you are correct, yes. It's not fair, they're flat. That's unfair. There's it's 10 so DVDs annoying. of it in our bookcase at home. <laughs> I, have, I have no idea what this story is. I have no context whatsoever. But I know in my heart of hearts that Tommy Daslow is. Have, you, have you not seen it? No. Oh, it's on my YouTube, but I keep it private most of the time. I'll, I'll unlock <laughs> it for a week. The there are windows oh, no. of opportunity for the public to see this. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like, it's, yes. it's like Haley's Comet. Like, like, yes. Dolly, I want to learn. Yes, it's like a scratch and dent sale of comedy. Once in a blue moon. <laughs> <laughs> what what was it? Was that like a man with a very large penis? The, the story was a guy, a couple of guys had carved a big wooden penis out of a tree trunk in their front yard. Neighbors complained, and the council made them take it down. Right. This is in Frankston. I read about it in the paper and thought it was very funny, and yes. decided to do. I was obsessed with John Safran at the time, and I, so it's like a John Safran style doco oh, where yes. I went and I interviewed the council, and I got a petition going to get it put put back up. Right. I interviewed <laughs> the guys who made it; they were very funny. Yeah, awesome. I'll put it. I'll put it back up for this podcast. And when right. I first met Tommy, he was. Around the same time, and you mentioned on stage, and then because Tripod are in it, yeah, they're interviewed, yeah, and then you gave one of them each, like you gave each of the member of Tripod an actual DVD, yeah, and I thought you just wooden penis, but I thought you just had them to give away, so I just took one. I I, I got a copy of it at home. I don't know why. And we like hadn't not really, but we didn't really know each other. And then I remember you very awkwardly having to tell me like. Hey man, I just like took one of those DVDs that was meant for tripod, and I th- I remember you saying, "Can you give it back to him, please?" Because you know it you was never did. No, well it was yeah. Anyway. Show it to your kids, see what they think of it. I think I tried to give it back to him. No, I didn't. Okay, second question: Who worked as an intern for an investment bank? Sammy J. Yes, Sammy. Alice Fraser. You are correct. Yes, She's Alice. The did. only one of the four people in the studio <laughs> who could possibly pull that off. <laughs> How long Fuck were you, you there for? <laughs> I did six weeks of law. I could have done unpaid work. You don't know that. <laughs> I was uh, there for uh, six months or eight months, depending on whether you count uh, physically or emotionally. <laughs> I was going to say, depending on whether you count months. Or that we get, under the circumstances, yes, that's exactly what we're doing. Depending on whether you can count. <laughs> Next question. Who once had a video of them smoking go viral on MySpace? Sammy J. Yes, Sammy J. Tommy Dasselow. Tom Ballard did oh! that. So point off there. So was this? Story. Were you on Triple J at the time? No, no, no. This is in high school, and I was. Uh, I had the re- reputation of being such a fucking uh, teacher's pet, such a goody two shoes all the time. I was at a party near ten, and uh, someone filmed me uh, smoking a cigarette. Were you often a smoker? No, this is a crazy. Did you smoke act. like a Nazi in a World War Two movie where they don't really hold the cigarette? I properly? didn't do very well. No. <laughs> so it was. It was a bit slightly embarrassing footage, was it? Well. No, it was more like, look, it's Tom Ballard oh. smoking a cigarette. And was it bad? Did you? Was it actually bad for you, or did you not care, or was it actually like 
full bullying style. It, well, it got. I mean, viral might be a yeah. When you say go viral, <laughs> <laughs> but viral for MySpace days. Yeah, twenty-three you know. views on the internet at school. <laughs> <laughs> Were you freaking out that the teachers would find out? Uh, no, it was more about my reputation, about yeah. the good, wholesome things in this world that I stood for, my values. Commenting football to no one, yep. not having sex with anyone, <laughs> musical theatre, not smoking. You know, these were the, the, the pillars upon which I stood. And then years later, you went on TV and talked about having a wank. And yep. yeah, so there you go. It all comes well. full circle. Yep. Question four. Who once had a corporate gig where they had to drive around in a mechanical wheelie bin squirting children with water? Tommy. Yes, Tommy. Is it Tom Ballard? It is Sammy J. Oh! Yes. Yeah. So... <laughs> I think it explains itself, doesn't it? <laughs> no need for yeah. follow-up questions for that one. Just Look, a regular I, day in J-Town. I like the chat that we're doing, but you, Josh, you cannot describe this round as being rapid fire. <laughs> it's it's, not. it's the, anything but. The questions are rapid fire. I say the, them fast. The, the rabbit one. <laughs> rapid fire with the 1700s musket. Yes. Where just... I don't do any ad breaks in between the actual question as I'm asking it. I'm just miming, reloading a must. Yeah, Never mind. It looks real sus. <laughs> you had you had a helper. Yeah, this is, this is the corporate entertainment agency is still going and did some early sort of work. Um, and, and I was. Oh, sorry, is, that what, is that what they're called, or is that what you're describing them? As? No, that, that's what I'm describing. Because corporate entertainment agency sounds like a Nazi. Yes. Yeah. They the got sp- like yeah the CEA. <laughs> Welcome but, but, to but the that... corporate entertainment agency. For we corporate are, entertainment. We are all about fun. <laughs> <laughs> they what they what they lacked in uh, you know um, marketability they 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 made up for with massive expensive props that they would tailor built. So this was a giant bin I sat in. Drove around at Family Fun Day squirting kids, and it was like reinforced so kids could bot me and knock me. And Dave are you meeting your KPIs for joy? (laughs) You're in the public eye, man. You can't say squirting kids on on a broadcasted thing. That's real bad. It's it's the way you marinate them before you eat them, Tommy. I don't know. But um, uh, with water, come on, Dave Thornton. Dave Thornton was yeah, also there. He was you, my janitor. Yeah, yeah, you guys were wacky waiters, right? That's right. It's yeah, the same yeah, yeah. company. That's really? cool. Yeah, so Dave Thornton would walk around like, hey, kids, want to come and see this bin? <laughs> Doesn't get better, does it? And then they'd come over, and then I would squirt them right between the eye, and then they would run home, <laughs> and we'd take home our checks. <laughs> Ballard, you're looking at me like either with disgust or like you don't believe me. No, I think it's amazing, because whenever you see people in like those novelty costumes or doing those crazy things, you maybe think, oh, that's sad. Those, those people's showbiz dreams will never come. Tom Ballard, a man who's been gainfully employed in the media since the age of 19, he's just gone, what? Doing a weird job that you don't really want to do to make ends meet? What planet is this? <laughs> Why would you just do good jobs? Just host a national breakfast show. radio show. I mean, if you haven't considered it, I highly come up to you. you know, starting out as a comedian, hey, you, got, you should do TV. Why don't you go get a TV yeah. show? Yeah, it's good. It's like my dad. That's what, That's what my dad says. It's oh, really good money. It raises your profile. Yeah. It's fun. <laughs> I mean, what else? How you else need I need to, to check this? your privilege before you start hosting Q&A, man. <laughs> Now, when you when you start hosting Q and A, that video of you smoking durries in your tent is really going to come back to haunt you. Question five: Who once locked themselves in their room and cried because they thought their auntie's fake fur coat was real? Sammy J. Alice yes. Fraser. That was Tom Ballard. Did yeah. that? <laughs> Just when you thought I wasn't enough. <laughs> <laughs> <Back in. laughs> 
<laughs> I was too old to. How too old, old were you? That. I think like 13, 14. Oh. No, and I it like was it. Fa- it was like that's beautiful. Were but you're, you're a vegetarian now, right? I'm vegetarian, yeah. yeah. So at least you stick with your principles. Well, I fall off that wagon pretty regularly. <laughs> we should I, say to the listeners, you are wearing a full fur coat right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm and crying on the inside. Your <laughs> other flatmate is Cruella Deville, so I <laughs> the bottom half of the fur coat is just live dogs eating live babies <laughs> stapled to the back. Next question: Who once did a gig in a butcher's shop next to a rotating meat display? Tom. Yes, Tom. Tom and Deslo. That was Alice Fraser. Ah, did whoa. that worst gig ever. Oh fuck! I think I know that gig too. Yeah. Wasn't that a rational fear? A rational fear. It was like a Kickstarter thing. Four of us, three of whom were vegetarians, and they didn't turn off the thing that, like, the hooks oh, that rotate boy. around. So as you were doing comedy, there was meat rotating in so your peripheral vision. What, was it a dare to do it? Or? No, it was, it was someone like who'd given money for the for the Kickstarter. It was yep. this guy's seventy somethingth birthday, and his wife, who'd used to be like a, a Miss Australia, like very glamorous and a lot of plastic, she did a lot of heckling, but she'd organised it. No one else knew what was going on. They were all just sitting eating steaks while we tried to make them. It was just the worst. (laughs) Fancy butcher with, like, sausages on thrones and just smelled like sadness. It was the the difference between you and me because everything I'm hearing about this sounds like, (laughs) I wish I'd done that gig. <laughs> I'm like, what's the problem? <laughs> but the one good thing was, like, I was like, this is the lo- there's nothing that's ever going to be worse than this. It's going to be amazing. Oh, don't ever put that out in yes. the universe. <laughs> and yep. then I invited you on this podcast. <laughs> uh, let's flick on the meat hooks. <laughs> <laughs> which of you, which of you, were in the school soccer team but got asked to leave? Which of you were asked to leave their school soccer team? Alice, Tommy yes, Dasselow. You are correct. That was <laughs> Tommy Dasselow. <laughs> Of course it was Tommy Dasolo. Yeah. Why was it you, Tommy? It wasn't a school team. It was an out-of-school team. Like, it was a after-school. It was me and three mates. And we, like, everyone <laughs> else on the team. That's not yeah, Everyone else group. on the team was just, we were the only group of people that, like, knew each other previously on the team. So we would just horse us around nonstop on the field. And I think everyone else got very annoyed at us. I think several complaints were made about these jackasses. So the three of us got bored and were like, I think it's better for everyone else here if you guys aren't in the team anymore. We're like, okay. Okay, question eight. Whose first job was at a place called Fossies where they worked for three years in order to buy a video camera? Tommy. Yes, Tommy. Uh, I'm going to say Sammy J. You are correct, Tommy. That was Sammy J. Fossies. Mm-hmm. Fossies. What was Fossies? Um, it was the place that Target sent its bad stuff to after Maya had sent its bad stuff to. <laughs> and, then, and then the biggest the gut-wrenching day in year 11 when the manager called us into the tea room in Mornington and said, guys, um, we're actually becoming a Fossies clearance centre. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Below the bottomest rung. So what it meant was we didn't even have to keep the, the racks of clothes neat anymore. It was just game on. <laughs> Tables of bargains. Was this video camera to make those beheading videos that you used to do when you were a teenager? <laughs> You know, or was it a uh, film story about a big wooden dick? <laughs> <laughs> you know, fossy jaws, what used to happen to women who made matches and their jaws would disintegrate? Oh, oh They boy. made <laughs> matches, like as in lighting. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it used to have phosphor in it and it would like oh, disintegrate yeah. your bones. And I, I told them they shouldn't use that in their marketing <laughs> campaign, but they didn't listen to me. And where's Fossies now, huh? Hey, I'm where's saving Fossies up to buy now? a camera. I can film a new ad campaign <laughs> for you, please. <laughs> Question nine, who here worked... Oh, who here did work experience on the McAuliffe program in the year 2000? Ooh. Alice. Yes, Alice. Tom Ballard. It was Sammy J. Oh. Yeah, experience. suck on that. Huh? It's oh. Sammy J having a career. Fuck you. He took in his video <laughs> camera and said, guys, I can film some sketches. <laughs> the, the director lived down my street and I just walked up to him and asked if I could do work experience. What? Yeah, seriously. It's crazy. It's, it's so record, crazy, it's true. I was true. 10 years old in the year 2000, by the way. It would have been great if I was there on set. What did they make you do? 
oh, you know, literally is making coffee for the writers and yeah. never got introduced to Sean or anything, but I saw him like in the room and I sat there with a little... And Rod Quantock was drifting through the ABC as he's prone to doing, and he saw me and, and had a quick chat. It was like the most inspirational five minutes. And yeah. I still got the page where I scribbled down all the notes he, and advice oh. he gave me. Oh. And um, that was that. What five was it, five Days in Paradise. What was everyone else's work experience? Was it as cool as Macala program? I actually, I, I the, uh, the Melbourne Theatre Company had a week where they, they allowed you to do it. And I did that one year. And, and I drove was... past that on my way to. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just sitting in a rehearsal room, basically taking notes, just watching actors rehearsal. It was amazing. And I was such a theatre nerd. I applied for that one year. And then I applied for it the next year to do it again. And I was successful. <laughs> and I rocked up. And the guy who the program was like, what are you doing here? <laughs> and I was like, oh, you you applied. I thought, you know, I should get as much experience as we, possible. We and he, he was literally like, oh, <laughs> all right, I guess. And last year you sat there commentating throughout the rehearsal. Yeah. <laughs> we had a dude at my high school who did year 12 over two years just so he could do the school plays again. Oh, it's like, oh, yeah. there's plays out in the real world yeah. that are probably better. <laughs> um, my work experience was at an animation company. I oh, did that's a cool. coloured in a Fredo Frog ad. One time. That's cool. Alice? No, law firm. Law firm. Oh, and then you want to see, I had no imagination. I went, oh, teacher? So I just went to another school, my old primary school, and was the <laughs> PE teacher. Wow. Held it around, set up the cones. That was all I did. <laughs> fucking loser. And our the last... fucking bomb cones. <laughs> <laughs> Hash, thrash, and cash, man. Anyway. <laughs> Question 10. <laughs> I will tell that story. Okay, so the reason I say that is because when I was in year 12, at my because I grew up in a small town where everyone listened to metal, and there's a guy up in a tree who was threatening to kill himself. He was going to jump out of the tree, and it wouldn't have even killed him. It would have just broken his leg or something like that. And he's like, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. And he'd been like heavily having some bucket bongs. And his friend went, don't do it, man. Justin you're telling the story about it. <laughs> he was like, don't do it, man. Don't do it. Just think, man. Hash, thrash and cash, man. Hash, thrash and cash. And then I went, yeah, good point, and got down. And that was it. Like, oh, like thrash metal. Thrash like, metal. things to live yeah, for. Thrash yeah. metal, pot and, and money. That was that was what he was living for. Money? Yeah. yeah well, how's that? Like, it's just gonna, if he comes down, he'll just get money. <laughs> like a That's why people kill themselves, is money troubles. Yeah. Don't remind them of that. Perilous financial state yeah. when they're up the music. cop tree. Um, no, I, I do have one good story from my work experience because I worked at an intellectual property law firm and I had to go through the, these like tapes of the Backstreet Boys uh, rip-offs and figure out whether they were pirated or not. Oh. Oh. The, so the t- Napster case back in that, oh. in, in that era. Oh. And so I just had to listen to like hours of the Backstreet Boys and decide whether they sounded like the Backstreet Boys or like people pretending to be the Backstreet oh, Boys. Yeah. So what were, was it like just Brackstreet's Brack? Or? The, the problem <laughs> is that most of Backstreet Boys sound like they're imitating the Backstreet Boys. So, uh. <laughs> it's one of those jobs that in the modern day just breaks your heart because you've got you know, apps that can do that for you in a second now yeah. Yeah. and you had to spend hours of your life. But also, I wasn't a fan, so I had no idea. There were a lot of question marks in that Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> and our final question is this one. Who designed the cover of their school yearbook? Tom. Did, yes, Tom. Tommy Dasselow. You are correct, Tom. Yay! Yes, it was Tommy Dasselow. What was the design? Well, little artist himself. Mm. We, uh, it was like there was a competition to do. <laughs> it was a big dick. <laughs> <laughs> it was a competition yeah, to do like front and back. And I won the front one and this girl won the back one, but she'd gone in and entered both in like a, you know, when it's like one thing on the front and then you turn around and you see the reverse. Oh. Yep. So hers just made no sense because <laughs> it was just the backs of people that weren't on the front. Yeah, good stuff. And she was shitty at me. I'm like, don't be angry that my front one is better than your. F- oh, that sounds bad anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so at the end of the game, the scores are Alice on three points. Uh. 
Sammy also on three points. Tom Ballard on four points, but winning the game on six points is Tommy Dasselo. Yeah. My wife. <laughs> Edit point. Okay, it's Tommy Dasselo. Yay. Yay. Thank you for playing Don't You Know Who I Am. Before we go, a quick round of plugs. Alice, shoot your podcast. Yes, it's called Tea with Alice. Tea with Alice, and it comes out pretty much every week. Yeah. Excellent. Lots of good people on it. And you can get and you're at on Twitter as at alliterative A L I T E R A T I V E. Excellent, excellent. Tommy Dasselo. I've got the little Dum Dum Club. I've also got a podcast about sports called You Beauty and a podcast about video games called Filthy Casuals. If anyone's out there and wants to give me a real job, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm going to have eight by the end of the year. I also run a gig. Can I a, suggest? Yes. Hosting a national records radio. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great. Um, I also run a gig Tuesday nights in Melbourne called Catfish Comedy at a bar called The Catfish. Excellent. Do that. Tom Ballard. Um, I have a podcast podcast called Like I'm a Six-Year-Old, which is me talking to people about politics and such. Uh, when will this go out? On Wednesday. Uh, uh, well, last night I had a wonderful gig at the first Tuesday Comedy Club at the Giant Dwarf in Theatre in Sydney. Um, thanks for coming. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure ticket sales picked up between. But anyway. Um, well, this retrospective plug would have got them all coming. Oh, okay. would have been so much better. Oh, well. Um, and uh, that's it. Thank that's you. it. And look out for Q&A in two years when Tom's hosting. So great. I'm not hosting. <laughs> um, uh, how was Randy last night at that same gig? Really good. Good. He's good. He's good. He's going to get somewhere, that, that boy. Um, <laughs> I'm doing a show with Randy on ABC called Ricketts Lane at the moment. It's on Wednesday nights, 9.30. Such a night. It's hilarious. And it's, it's so good. I haven't, so good. Said, I haven't had a chance to tell you in person that it's very, very funny. Oh, Even though you. it's robbing more popular actor shows, <laughs> shows that are actor Unbelievable. Randy's got a, a Best Actor nomination, which is thrilling and hilarious. <laughs> and real, uh, supposedly real actors are, are furious because how can a puppet? I mean, I think a lot of them think I'm still the ventriloquist, so that is very Was it Who was it who said that? Someone said that to me recently that they thought you were a ventriloquist. I, I still, still get it, and getting it even more now because a lot of people, as you will know, but... You know, most people, of course, don't watch your TV show, but they see it in the periphery, you know, so they just see a guy and a puppet and they say, oh, it's a, it's ventriloquist. And it's amazing that you can play the piano and, and, and work yeah, it's, and working at the same time. That's great. But people can watch that and they can also um, buy it now on iTunes or watch it for free on iView for now. So don't be a fuckhead. <laughs> <laughs> ABC really got to think that, that strategy through. <laughs> Anyway, uh, thank you very much for uh, listening to Don't You Know Who I Am. If you're on iTunes, give us a review. That always makes me feel good. Anyway, until next time, bye. Who up? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.